We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app miss something from the todd feinberg show listen to the podcast on wtic.com slash podcast Good afternoon. Monday holiday. But me here live. Happy to do it, too. It's really interesting working holidays. Do you notice this, Joey? There's more. I, I'm amazed at the uh, the the energy the shows seem to have on holidays. Like sometimes the phones are busier. It's like people just are wondering what to do and they say, hey, I, now I'm not I'm not bothered. I can uh, I don't have to work. I don't have to babysit. I don't have to go shopping. I can just sit around and listen to the radio. I like that about working holidays. Most people are angry about working holidays, though, I think. I think most people are bothered when, when your boss tells you you have to work. Ours don't. They don't tell us we have to work. We just have to work. They don't even have to tell us. Unless we ask for the day off. Uh, did you hear this uh, This Senator Tuberville from Alabama? Oh, man, the left is excited about this clip. They're all over it. And, and I, I'm not so interested in the clip because I can't find one long enough for me to know what he's intending to say. I feel very frustrated by it because I, I just want to hear what comes before and what comes after. And all I can find is 21 seconds of Tuberville. I even found a three-hour a three-hour uh, online recording of the of the Trump rally in Nevada from Saturday night. But I couldn't find him on there. Totally baffled by this. But listen, the Democratic- this is the 21-second clip. What do you think of it? The Democratic Party, they have a majority. They could stop this crime today. They said... Some people say, well, they're soft on crime. No, they're not soft on crime. They're pro-crime. They want crime. They want crime because they want to take over what you got. They want to control what you have. They want reparation because they think the people that do the crime are owed that. They are not owed that. He said bulldung there, but in a way we can't say on the air. So the beginning of it. I'll play it for you again. The Democratic Party, they have a majority. They could stop this crime today. I assume he's talking about the outbreak of crime that's uh, rampant around the country. I I assume that's what he's doing, but but I don't know for sure. It's 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 hard to say exactly what he means by that. 
But I assume he's just talking about crime in general. Because there's, uh, there's no context. Okay, so... The Democratic Party, they have a majority. They could stop this crime today. They could stop all the crime today. That's fair enough, don't you think? Because uh, most of the crime, we're talking about murder rate and, and rape. And I, though most of those are urban crimes, I believe. Certainly the, um, the murder rate. So that doesn't sound so bad. Now the next, next part. They, some people say, well, they're soft on crime. No, they're not soft on crime. They're pro-crime. They want crime. Uh, that may be. Why, why is he saying that? They want crime because they want to take over what you got. They want to control what you have. They want reparation because they think the people that do the crime are owed that. They are not owed that. So this is the part that has people screaming racism. They want reparation because they think the people that do the crime are owed that. He's uh, because he's uh, he's saying the people who do the crime. By implication, he's saying that's the people who would be receiving reparations. Therefore, he's talking about black people. I assume this is what has them so upset. They want reparation because they think the people that do the crime are owed that. They are not owed that. Uh, but let's, before I comment on that, let's go over to, uh, to some of the reaction. Because I find the reaction to be the, uh, the interesting part of this. The reaction to uh, Jake Tapper and his crowd, for example on the Talking Head Networks, what they do is they sit around and react to this as if they know exactly what he's talking about and as if there's only one, this is the part that gets me, they, they talk like there's only one group of people who can be accused of, of being racists. And that's not them. I don't get this. Speaking of messaging, uh, Alabama Republican Senator Tommy Tuberville uh, hit the stage of former President Trump's rally in Nevada uh, last night. And, well, let's just roll the tape. <laughs> All right. So we've heard it. I just want you to hear their attitude. And just to be clear, they want reparation because they think that people that do the crime are owed that. That is there's no other way to read that sentence. And we've reached out several times to Tuberville's team. There's no other way to read that other than. Black people want reparations, um, and they do the crime. Is that what he means by they? Yeah. When he keeps that saying exactly they want that, or there's, they? there's only one conversation exactly about reparations, and it's for descendants. And crime. All right. So there's the they're they're tr struggling to come to terms with it, but they're assuming that they can assume, and they're assuming that it's racism. Right. But what I like is how they dig down deeper here. This is where I feel like they're showing their vulnerability because, of course, the racists are. The Democrats, they're the ones who commit the heinous acts of structural racism that uh, continue to frustrate our country and, and hold us in, at bay. Right. Tommy Tuberville can go to hell. And let me tell you why. The fact is he Quickly. made he made tens of millions of dollars. Oh, wait a sec. So Tuberville's a former what football coach? Is that what he coached? Do you know, Joey? I think he's a football coach. Of unpaid black men as a football coach. Yeah, football coach. Okay, so he's a guilty man 
in the eyes of the liberal panel on MSNBC or CNN? CNN, I guess. Tuberville's already guilty because he coached football. Because he coached football. Tuberville is guilty of racism. He has no right to be even talking because he coached football, which means he was exploiting black men. How is that how is that a de facto statement? A, a def, I don't even know what I, why am I using the Latin? I don't know how to use it. A de facto truth? How how can we just assume that that is a factual statement that he's he's racist because he coached football? He didn't force the guys to play football, did he? I think they signed up for it because they saw opportunity. Did anyone play a school sport and not get paid for it? You were exploited, apparently. All right, listen to the rest of this comment. Right. Tommy Tupperville can go to hell. And let me tell you why. The fact is, he Quickly. made he made tens of millions of dollars off unpaid black men Save as it. a football coach. He literally has the stature he has because people went out there and assumed the risk and incurred the risk of concussions, playing hard and everything. And then for him to give these racist tropes, I mean, it, it infuriates me. But this is a large swath of the Republican Party that they have to deal with that they've never ah, done. It's Republicans who like football and football is racist. I wonder if CNN, who owns CNN? It's part of a big conglomerate, right? Is, is that NBC? I don't think so. But I don't know who owns it. But he's writing off college football and anyone associated with it as racist because it's football and they're unpaid black men college football tell me something doesn't this uh doesn't this network i'll bet they have a sports network i'll bet they i'll bet they have announcers who announce what college football players are doing on the field while they're being exploited by the network the hypocrisy around all this kind of name-calling is just grotesque, and, and they're the worst kinds of names. 860-522-9842. Mark in Manchester, hey. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Hey, listen, I love your show, you know, and uh, I'm a super conservative guy. I, I mean, I, I'm so conservative, I look, uh, I make Donald Trump look like a Tommy Pinko. But, I mean, on this issue, I, I feel like you're really, like, tone deaf here. It's quite obvious that he is talking directly about black people. Black people are really the only people that I know of that are talking about reparations. And I think um, his speech was extremely tone deaf, if not racist. And I hate people that play the racist card. Everything is racist. But this is not, this is not well thought out. Well, I'm not and, saying uh, it is but because it does draw attention. All I'm saying is... First, I'm not that comfortable talking about it because I don't feel like I understand why the hell he's saying this. Because there's no context there. And all I can find anywhere is a 21-second clip. Like, nobody even bothered to get a longer contextual statement so we can see how, how racist he is. Well, he's, you know? saying that the, he's saying that the you know, uh, people that are committing crime want, want reparations. And, 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 and uh, he's not. 
she's more than insinuating. She's saying black people commit crime, and, and therefore they want the reparations. And, and let me tell you why this is particularly uh, poorly worded by him. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the optics of a, of, a, of a former football coach of Alabama, which you would think Southerners are, are, are generally racist, which is not true, but I'm just saying. I mean, this is not obviously the, maybe the most educated guy, but, I mean, for him to say this is just really, really bad form. And I'm not quite sure why it's not clicking in your brain that this is pretty damn racist and it's okay to call it this particular thing. Well, it may be. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm saying I haven't heard enough yet to say. And what I find intriguing about it. I think what we've heard is enough. Except we only heard 21 seconds of it. How can you be certain that we understand exactly what was meant when we only heard 21 seconds? Uh, you know, I, I think some things are just kind of black and white, uh, no pun intended, you know. But, and this is kind of one of them. I mean, he was clear what he said, you know. I, I, I don't how, know how. <laughs> you you may be correct. Way. You may be correct. It does I sound. Mean, you know, I mean, listen, it does sound that way. I'm not, the point of the conversation is not to defend Tuberville. Because I, I think it's stupid to make remarks that draw the attention that this one well, I mean, is drawn. You know what's, you know what's going to happen. I mean, this is the kind of the same thing that, that Trump did uh, does to himself, you know, which I love Donald Trump. But you know people are out to get you. Why would you give them the, the slings and arrows to, to go after you? It, it's the same thing here. You know, I mean, they're taking a, an isolated thing that he said. And, of course, they're going to magnify it because the mainstream wa- media wants to destroy anything. Yes, Republican but, or but maybe both sides feel if they're uh, fighting about race— that's a good place for them, and that's why, that's why Republicans maybe skate close to this area. I, I, you know, that's why I want to hear more, and maybe that's why they scream racism all the time instead of talking about policy. But my real point, I thank you for the call, Mark. My real point I want to make after we take a quick break because I want to switch it around in the other direction. That's my real point. Thank you, Mark. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. This is WTIC. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Yeah, so so what I really find interesting is the comebacks from the left. Listen to this woman, and then we'll get to you, John. Hang on. Uh, Let me push the button here. Yeah, I mean, the, the they just flat out, he talking about black people. He should man up and say it. American descendants of slaves do deserve reparations in this country. They absolutely do. But for him to equate a whole group of people as being criminal, you know what's criminal? Now, this is the part I like. This is the part I like. You know what's criminal? Allowing people to languish in poverty, not supporting policies that will lift people up. That is what's criminal. Yeah, I agree. And guess who does that? The Democratic Party. The government of the state of Connecticut, the government of the cities that where people languish in poverty, they run they run permanent poverty programs. They make sure that nothing ever changes. Decade after decade in cities, I watched this. I'll tell you about it later. But remind me to talk about the Bobby. Has anyone seen the Bobby Kennedy? series that's on Netflix. It is so powerful. His shock when he sees uh, the poverty in America. But let's talk with John in Weathersfield. Hey, John. Hey, Todd. Hey, could you play that clip from the senator one more time? Because I don't think he says reparations. I do believe he just says 
that they feel that they're um, owed it. The people Hang on, that listen. The, crime, yep. the Democratic Party, they have a majority. They could stop this crime today. They Some people say, well, they're soft on crime. No, they're not soft on crime. They're pro-crime. They want crime. They want crime because they want to take over what you got. They want to control what you have. They want reparation because they think the people that do the crime are owed that. They are not owed that. Did you say reparations? Okay, yes, he did. He did say reparations. And does, um, what's your interpretation of the statement now that you've heard it clearly? Well, aren't they constantly talking about reparations anyway? They're actually doing reparations the under uh, under another name. They call them equity now, and they write reparations yeah, into true. law. And there's no fight because they don't say the word reparations. But the Democrats are constantly saying he's talking about the Democrat Party, saying that they feel that they're owed it for reparations. Um, he is talking about the Democratic Party first at this part. They said. Some people say, well, they're soft on crime. No, they're not soft on crime. They're pro-crime. He's saying Democrats are pro-crime, which is, right. uh, that, that's possibly the case. They want crime. They want crime, he says. I don't know. I've never thought about that. Do you, do you have a thought on that? Oh, I, I believe they do. Uh, well, I never thought of it the way that he said it. I never, I don't think, well, I know they're soft on crime. Let's be honest with that. Um, and I do know, I do feel that criminals that commit the crime, a lot of them do it because they feel that they're owed it. I never heard it being said as uh, reparations. Although well, there I, are, let's just listen again. They want crime because they want. Hold on one sec. They want crime because they want to take over what you got. They want to control what you have. I think he's talking about the Democrats. Right there, he's talking about the Democrats. Now, with the reparations, I saw videos where they're doing these smashing grabs and runs or whatever. Yep. And people walking out and then saying, well, they're owed it because of reparations. And I think, as a matter of fact, I think Reese had a video on that with some girl saying that today, too. Really? Earlier uh, today. I believe so. Was he talking I, I, about this topic as well? Uh, he, he had some girl, I think it was some girl from Chicago, and she was saying how they're owed it because of reparations. That's why they can use, they, they're stealing the Gucci's and all that stuff out of Chicago. Yeah, they, they deserve and, it because of all the suffering. Right. Okay. So Anything um, else, John? No, no, no. Appreciate hearing from you. Right, thanks. Enjoy the rest of your holiday. They want reparation because they think the people that do the crime are owed that. They want reparations. I don't, I'm not sure if he's talking about Democrats here, if he's still with the Democrats, or if he's talking about they, the they meaning black people. They want to control what you have. That is talking about the Democrats, I think. They want to control what you have. They want reparation because they think the people that do the crime are owed that. Yeah, maybe the whole thing's about Democrats. They want reparations because they think the people that do the crime, and this is where they're accusing him of racism, because he's he's equating somebody who wants reparations, i.e. a black person, with being a criminal. I think that's what this is structured on. But with all the time they spend calling people racists, It'd be nice if they could break down what's being said and why they think. And the thing I love about that one woman saying what she said. You know what's criminal? Allowing people to languish in poverty, not supporting policies that will lift people up. That is what's criminal. Now, she just described the Democratic Party. That's what I find interesting. We'll talk more about it. 860 This is WTIC. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Connecticut's local news leader, WTIC News Talk 1080. WTIC. So this Tuberville character is causing a lot of commotion today. They want reparation because they think the people that do the crime are owed that. They are not owed that. He said a swear where that beep is. 860-522-9842. What do you think of this? What's your reaction? What did you think when you heard it? As a Republican, as a Democrat, as a middle-of-the-road person, my part one is I, I find it confusing. I don't know why people want to be on the edge of, of this kind of conversation that causes them to be called racist, whether that's fair or not. Uh, I don't I don't understand why they need to do it or why they benefit from it. But I, I guess it's that they're charging up a core constituency who they think likes the edgy talk. But part two of that is I'm not I'm not confident based on the number of words that have been re- well not released, but that I've heard. I haven't I, I spent an hour, as I said earlier, searching, trying to find more context on this. And I wasn't able to. So if somebody has it, please send. Uh, but, and, and part three is that uh, the Democrats do this stuff worse. They actually put it into policy and they don't face this kind of music for it. So. Uh, so I, I find that disturbing. Rick and Cheshire, hi. I can't comment on the, the Tuberville um, thing because I haven't heard enough of it like yourself. But I want to ask the voters in Connecticut, do we have to be as bad or see things go as bad as, let's say, Oregon, Illinois, Pennsylvania, or New York before we make a change? And the, the reason I'm asking that, they have gubernatorial races that in Oregon, they basically legalize meth and heroin use, and they're finally hopefully going to get a, a Democrat governor. The, the race is really tight because of that. In Chicago, they had 800 murders last year, and the chief law enforcement officer is running for 
governor, and that race is super tight because he basically wants no bail for violent crimes. He implemented that. Holcomb's barely holding on to New York, and Philly's the same way. Crime is insanely high, and and those polls are tight, which means if you know about how they poll in these Democrat areas, they're probably the Republicans are probably doing a lot better. But in Connecticut, yeah, our, our crime is not nearly as bad as that. But that's what's on the way with a policy or two. Well, you know, for, and, and hang I, on I'm a sec, though. Ahead of the curve. Hang on a sec, right before you grant that. Have you compared the the specific crime rates? The cities are small, tiny compared to Chicago in Connecticut. So, oh, so sure. you can't have as much crime, but proportionately. Percentage-wise, we're close. What's that? Percentage-wise, per capita, we're close to those numbers. Okay. You know, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not as bad as, let's say, Chicago. Hartford's not as bad as Chicago, you know, by gross numbers of murders, but per capita, it's probably pretty close. I, I thought Hartford has one of the highest murder rates in the country. And you might be it, it, a year a year per capita. A year ago, I saw a number that it was in the top three. Yeah, so, so, what so saying, effectively, yeah. you have the same problem everywhere, which is you have people packed into areas where there's high there's high density of poverty and hopelessness, and those are areas controlled by the Democrats. That's what I find so disturbing about how do we have a country in which there can be so much attention on a on a videotape that you can't quite understand because there's not enough context being offered. And everybody's on TV is happy to call them racists for uh, either having been the people who say something like this or be the, being the people who are willing to campaign for them. But nobody says boo about the Democrats who own and operate these areas and protect the business models that make the crime possible. Right. That's the thing that to you and I and to a lot of people who think like us drives us crazy. I mean, the, the narrative that the media will send is obviously because, you know, Tumblr Mills are racist without, you know, really diving into it. And that's because the, the Democrats think that they have, um, you know, a hold on the Republicans being racist and conservatives being racist. And they've, and they've, they've run on that for decades and they've, they've won the minds of a lot of people on that. If you're a Republican, you're a racist, according to a Democrat. Oh, yeah. But. You know that I mean that so so they're the masters of that, and I give you kudos for it. It's a lie. It's not true. You're, you're the you know your policies have led to these um, a lot of these crime races we're talking about before, and that's but but what I, the, the main part of my call is is that do we really have to go as bad as those cities and those states that that now are finally making a change? I would just rather see on the other side of the hill, and I and and, and I implore the the, the independence and the, you know, and the reasonable, uh, persuadable Democrats to, to, to try and look that way. And rather than having to go, to, you know, I mean, they said that crime is down in Connecticut. But, but they, the, the question is a circular question because they don't understand that anything is wrong in any of the places. That they're so filled well, with narrative that they can't see the pattern that is actually going on. They've been sold a false well, I narrative. Well, think they do know what's happening. They just, they just hide it. When they say, like, they know that violent crime is up in Connecticut, rapes and murders, but they say crime overall is down. So they, so they hide that part of it, which is the main part, and it's because they count the numbers of committed crimes or reported crimes. And if you're not going to prosecute crime, then, yes, you'll keep the crime rate lower. 
so they know there's an issue. They just but 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 what people believe. If you were to right. and if they, if there's some liberals listening to this conversation, please call in and clarify for us because it would be nice to know what your thoughts are on this. But I assume that they're lost on one of these side roads and that they're not actually understanding how horrible things are here and that it's the racism of the Democrats that by the definition that the Democrats use when they're calling Republicans racism, racists, that the, their racism is way worse, the Democrats is, because they're the ones who are actually making the destructive policy. If Republicans are right, deliberately making racist statements in order to, to, to uh, hype up the, the electorate, then they're being manipulative based on racial rhetoric. And the Democrats are being manipulative based on holding back millions of people from being part of the American dream. Yeah. And, and nationally, I think they're losing they're, they're losing their you know, they're losing their hold on the African-American um, electorate, which we're seeing. And we'll, we'll hopefully see that. But it's, it seems like here in Connecticut, it's, it's the you know, it's the educated liberal liberal female that we can't seem to get step a little bit over to our side yes and, and i think that's because women are more susceptible to this whole uh notion of compassion and that democrats care about the children and care want to keep us safe they want to keep us safe and they fall for that stuff i think i i think it's a, a gender thing to a large extent and and democrats target subcultures or minority groups or whatever you want to call them. And, and they're very good at targeting their message towards particular people who are vulnerable to a certain way of saying things or whatever, or certain total misunderstandings. Thank you for the call, Rick. Always good to talk with you. 860-522-WTIC, Scott's in Watertown. Hi, Scott. Hi, yes. I just want to make a comment about how we have the tale of two Connecticut's. You know, we have rich Democrats that control the media and they live in gated communities and they're loaded with money. Then we have working people that have to live through all this stuff. They yep. go to work every day and it's just, you know, the gap is just getting worse. You know, it's, you know, our message is just like uh, just falling to deaf ears. Then you have these poverty people that they're catering to, all the criminals and everything. And, of course, they're going to vote Democrat, you know, so. Well, wait a sec. Who are the, I mean, don't don't fall into the Tuberville uh, school here of conflating groups of people into being a singular thing based on skin color. Is that what you're doing when you're talking about criminals? I don't know. Kind of what I see, you know. It's like the people that don't work, they're the ones that are collecting, you know, the money from the government. Yeah, know? but first of all, don't make it a racial thing because it's, it's specifically. Well, I'm not. I it's mean, specifically it not a racial thing. It is a socioeconomic thing. And the game the Democrats play is to make the socioeconomic into skin color based so they can name call over it. But the problem, yeah, I think, is a socioeconomic one. So I think it's important not to slip into that place they want you to slip into. Yeah, yeah, it, it's hard, I tell you. It's, I mean, just nationwide, the gap is just, you know... They control the people. I mean, they're living in gated communities with protection. Who is the they you're talking about? Like Ned, you mean? Democrats. 
Democrats, rich people, you know? Yeah, Democrats are the rich. Ned is one of the richest men in the state. He's that way because he was born that way and because he married that way. He didn't make the money himself. And that takes away a little of the gusto and the credibility that that, that he might have if, if he had amassed all that money. He hasn't amassed anything himself except by being smart in choosing his parents and, and his wife. But, right, he hasn't yeah, earned anything. But he is the classic example of the person you're talking about, the Democrat who stands there pointing fingers at the hatefulness of people who believe in the American system of government and then, yeah. uh, then want to be out there making a mess of everything and abusing the people they claim to protect. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's... Very frustrating. <laughs> it is, but that's, uh, you know, that's how evil people are and what the evil forces are. They're frustrating forces. And we have to, you know, we, we are gifted with a political system, which isn't working great right now. Thank you for the call, Scott, because they've, they, they've sold off all of the decision-making. Like, it's done, you know? Schools are controlled by a third-party special interest union. And, and... Therefore, our votes don't change the schools. Police are controlled by a third-party special interest union. Therefore, it's really hard to change police culture. Police can't do it. Everyone's victimized in our society by these rigged systems that happen because the political class and the moneyed class have exchanged things in order to rig the system so that democratic systems don't work. We'll talk more about it, 860-522-9842. More coming up on WTIC. Now, back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. It's WTIC. I'm just confounded by people's ability to not hear what's being said. That's really what this comes down to. There is racism in the world. The racism that Democrats complain about is structural racism. They admit this is a problem. And as far as I can see, they operate all the systems of structural racism. Tell me where I'm wrong, please. 860-522-9842. Mark's in West Hartford. Hi, Mark. Hey, I, I was just listening to some of your comments. And, uh, well, you've got Kanye West, uh, who's on, I guess, a Republican who's identified what he thinks is the problem. And, I, you know, this is, you know, crazy talk. And, and Trump, I think, has helped create this environment. Wait, sorry, break it. I, you lost me. The You know, you know what, what about the Kanye West story? Yes, right? but what, are, what specifically are you saying about Kanye? Well, he was supposed to be the big black Republican, uh, you know, cultural leader. And we turned out the guy is mentally ill. I, I don't know that to be the case, but what exactly you is... You don't know that to be the case? Well, he seems it, but I can't diagnose him. <laughs> I'm not going to say he's mentally ill. Okay, maybe, maybe he's, he's just... saying things for effect because he likes being the center of attention. Or he's just a bigot, and that's possible, too. What did he but... say that you're calling him a bigot for? Oh, about Jewish people. Oh, yeah. That was a that was a little bizarre. A little he, he's yeah, a little a bit. bizarre. I don't even see Kanye as being um, worth talking about because he's he's there for me with like his ex-wife and stuff. Just irrelevant people who get too much attention. Well, he's got a big following, and you know he was also a good friend of Donald Trump's. And uh, you know these are these are toxic people. I don't think they're good for our country, and I don't think they 
really care about anybody besides themselves. That's probably true. <laughs> okay, that's my comment for the day. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Good to hear from you. Eight six zero five two two WTIC. Gary in Litchfield. Hi, Gary. Yes. Hey. Good afternoon, Todd. I was wondering um, if many people know the origins of Columbus Day and how it could almost tie into some uh, original reparations. Uh, no. Tell us the reparations well, that the Italians deserve. Well, back in 1891, there was a lynching down in New Orleans mm. where nine Italians were hanged for uh, murdering a sheriff. And uh, to appease the Italian government, uh, Benjamin Harrison, the president at the time, initiated a holiday, and he wasn't sure which Italian to uh, have the holiday in favor of, so mm-hmm. they, they put it out to a vote you know, among some of the politicians between uh, you know, the famous artists and Van Gogh. Okay, so, and, so yeah. Columbus was the consensus uh, name yes. they chose and, for the... Uh, basically because... We, you know, there was a, a mob to hang nine uh, uh, nine Italians. They uh, to appease the Italian government. They uh, they did a holiday. Okay, what's your point about it? Well, it could almost be made like reparations. So these people who are tearing down the Columbus statues are mm-hmm. almost against reparations. Well, the people. Uh, oh, <laughs> I guess what you're saying. All right, Gary, appreciate it. It's it's weird. This whole uh, identity politics thing is weird and destructive. I think that's the real point. Scott calling from Nagatak. Hi, Scott. Hey, how are you, Doug? What's up? Uh, just right now, slavery is probably worse population-wise than it's ever been. Um, slavery is worse population-wise? You mean there's more slaves now? Right now, yeah. Where? Uh, well, Libya was... A stronghold to keep slavery at bay, and when uh, with Obama and Clinton, when they went in there and got rid of uh, Gaddafi, that basically just opened up the slave trade again. So there's uh, more so, world yeah, there's slavery. Are you saying there's more slavery in the world now than there was at some previous time yeah, way back, or just that? Just the root word slavery actually comes from Slav, the Slavic. Uh, for centuries, they raided the Slavic country and used the people as slaves, and they okay. were called Slavs. Okay. That's short for Slavs. And, and how does this help us? I'm sorry? How does this help us? This. Uh... Well, everybody can lay, lay into reparations. The Irish people and the Chinese were... I got you. I mean, the Irish were... Every, everybody's had their turn the getting the short end of the stick, yeah. That's a good point. Thank you, Scott, for the call. 860-522-9842. The rant line number, we'll get to them, 860-751-4698. We're talking about Senator Tuberville of Alabama, who made a comment that's gotten a lot of airplay today. Because it has, it it seems to be making a racist comment, but I'm not sure if it is or not, and I, I find the context of the whole thing a little bizarre, which is the interesting part of the conversation for me. The Democrats being held blameless, making all these accusations after all the things they do and they control. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 